So what if I told you that while trying to navigate the dating world of the 21st century, I found a guy. He was charming, said all the right things, absolutely to die for, and bonus, he didn't have a social media. Everything was perfect, and we took a little trip on a weekend to his house in the country. But while I was there, he revealed he's a cannibal. What would you say? Well, that's not my story, but that's the story of Fresh, and that's the movie we're talking about this week. The um, Amber Speed. Sound production, take one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Unbound Cinefam, a podcast for bibliophiles and cinephiles alike. I'm excited to be presenting this episode this week with my truest and dearest friend, Alyssa. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We recently watched a film together, and I was inspired to bring her onto this podcast because we had a great time um, watching this movie for the first time together, didn't we? I enjoyed it a lot the first time watching it. And how can you not win Sebastian's fantasy? Oh, so (laughs) (laughs) So first, we can go ahead and talk about our, you know, initial expectations of the movie, um, our thoughts etc um and so yeah i know that when we watched it for the first time we really enjoyed the fact that sebastian Stan was in it but <laughs> a lot of things pointed out were like pointed out to us um my expectations going into it we i know i think you sent me the like on tiktok you sent me a video or something about it and you were like we have to watch this yes 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 um yes. and so i i remember looking at the trailer or whatever thinking it was really interesting but the tiktok that we saw was like <laughs> oh a romance with it was so romantic it. looking it was really female gaze pushing like they knew their target demographic oh 100 they knew the girlies were gonna eat it up and we did <laughs> no it was um, delicious and so I, I didn't know what to expect, quite honestly, because where Sebastian Stan has just done um, the Pam and Tommy a series on Hulu. Which is also really good. It is. And it's a lot different from what he's done before. Of course, Sebastian Stan's also been in Gossip Girl. Let's not forget. Let's not <laughs> forget his, his origins. <laughs> um, but I think, I think now that he's kind of moving away from the, the Marvel fandom, I guess, yeah. um, it's... It's nice to see him and doing other roles. And of course, like, roles. he's always been talented. But um, now we're really seeing him stretch his acting abilities. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I was reading that the director, Mimi Cave, actually chose him for this. Like, mm. she thought that his his talents range widely. And so that's why she felt like he would be a great fit for this role. Um, and so so tell me, tell me what your expectations were. Um, I... I feel like in the trailers, they gave a lot away on purpose. I expected, you know, like, seeing the trailer, of course, you knew it was going to be like, oh, she goes on a date with a cannibal. But um, I didn't expect more than that. Like, I didn't know what else it was going to bring. Because they basically told us everything in the trailer. So I didn't know what else they Mm could have gave us. And they did give us a lot more. Like, they gave us new characters that I grew to really care about as well. They gave us a character that, you know... Could have been, could have been elsewhere. <laughs> could have been, could have not been there. And I think we talked about that too because while we were watching it, it was like we felt the same way. There has to be something like this story has to give us something else because the trailer was so, mm-hmm. um, just so open with what the movie was about. Whereas yeah. I feel like we see. We see now with movie trailers, for example, the A twenty four, the A twenty four film X. It yeah. it didn't give us a lot. Or at all. many um, Jordan Peele films, their trailer yeah. leaves a lot to the imagination, so you never really know. But with this one, they gave us everything in the trailer yeah. and left us to guess what else could have happened. Yeah, and so I think that I, I feel like we did get a little bit of a of a twist in there, um, and that's it's what I like, but also. This I feel like this movie was not even about the 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 story. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel it was there was so much it was so it was so much deeper than the story itself. So like while the trailer gave you everything, there was still so much There was a lot of commentary yes. for you to digest while you were watching yeah. it. Yeah. And so I I liked it. Um I I honestly don't I mean, there's a few things that I I didn't like or that I think could have been better. Yeah. Um, 
but but honestly, it's a it's a fun movie. It, it is has, a good movie, and I definitely have gotten like four of my friends to already watch it. And yeah, they do like it. It's a very good movie, and I think that the tone that that they approach this movie with is really good too. Um, also, the, the directing was very good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what were your thoughts after watching it the first time? Because I know we we both watched it a second time. So, mm-hmm. um, after the first time, what did you? How did you feel after it? I felt like I wanted more. Yeah. I felt like I felt like mm, I felt like they left a big opening to what can come after mm-hmm. what they experience with the characters because there's a lot of unanswered questions that mm-hmm. they leave open to the watcher. Yeah. yeah, and and that's that's one of the things that I kind of didn't I didn't like just because I felt like there's not going to be a, a sequel. No, no. So I'm kind of like, okay, so you introduced us to this certain thing for what reason exactly? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I know what you're talking about. But yeah. overall, it, it yeah, it was a fun film to watch, especially because we were ki- we were kiki. We were, we were having no, a good Sebastian time. Because Stan was really giving us a run for he our was, money. Yes, and so now we'll actually get into um, the full synopsis of uh, this week's movie. This week's movie is going is fresh um, by directed by Mimi Cave. Um, it starts. Stars Sebastian Stan as Steve, Daisy Edgar Jones as Noah, and Jonica T. Gibbs as Molly. Um, these three play as the the main three characters of this film. And so you have Noah, and the beginning of the movie starts off um, with her going on a Tinder date, or what they call puzzle piece. Um, not, <laughs> not too subtle there. Um, but she's going on a Tinder date, and it, it's not going well at all she's Daisy Edgar Jones is very good with her facial expressions because mm-hmm. you can she doesn't really say a lot uh, because this date of hers is not letting her speak he's very um self-absorbed and there's like there's even a moment in there where he like he takes her leftovers he because does. he has um he has like family coming in or something he's like oh his do you brother, mind yeah he's like do you mind if I take your leftovers too and she doesn't even get to speak before he starts boxing her leftovers and up not to also add on he was also extremely ignorant to the workers oh yes he Very was like he's like she probably doesn't, doesn't speak because they're yeah. eating at a Chinese restaurant yeah. and she's like oh he probably he probably does or she probably doesn't speak English and the worker just looks at Noah and Noah looks at her and just smiles because what else is there to really do um and so after that um they're saying their goodbyes and he's like i had a really good time you know you're really cute and noah's like i don't think this is gonna work out and he just like switches immediately yes and that's that's one okay so immediately after after that his response is wow Good luck trying to find a decent guy, you stuck-up bitch. Bold of him to assume he was a decent guy to begin with. Oh, 100%. But I think that that speaks so much in itself. Um, and we'll get into that later. After that, she's walking to her car, and she just sees a shadow following her. And she puts her keys in between her fingers, and she's, she starts to breathe heavily. And once the shadow comes out of the shadow, she just sees it's a guy with her baby, and she, she relaxes a little bit. She gets into her car. Um, and then she, you know, she goes on about her night. Uh, she, you know, is working from home, and she, she goes to cook, cook a meal for herself, and she sees that she doesn't have any food in the refrigerator. And that's what brings her to, um, to going to the grocery store. And at this grocery store, that's where we meet Steve. Steve is Steve. Steve seems very charismatic. He's very charismatic. He's very, um, very polite. He like can read her cues a little better. Yeah, trying to like feel out their conversation a little better. And he's very talkative. He's very talkative. Um, and I think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier in er, earlier in this day, where we were talking about like, oh, like meeting guys in public. It's like you know, I don't approach them at all. Yeah. And I think did, that's something yeah. that a lot of women feel. And so this scene, he approaches her and, um, you know, they have a conversation, they exchange numbers, whatever. And um, then she, you know, the scene cuts to her talking to Molly and she's like, it's just so strange. I didn't think that meeting guys in public was a real thing. I just thought it was a myth. And, um, you know, Molly's like, oh, well, he's probably married. But it's like a ha ha kiki joke. Yeah, she asked if he had any social media and she told um, 
Noah told her no, and Molly was like, oh, red flag, and I know that was supposed to mean, like, a little joke joke, but it definitely is kind of, like, a red flag, especially in this day and era. Like, not a Facebook, not an Instagram, not even a LinkedIn. Yeah. Not even nothing. Yeah. I don't know. And, and she, um, so, you know, more... Going more into their conversation, um, she's like, you know, I'm I'm already I'm already starting to worry about how he hasn't texted yet, and you know, she's obviously the the anxiety of, of a modern woman and in the dating world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then as she, you know, she leaves Molly, and as she's walking back to her house or wherever she's where I don't know where she's going, uh, but he actually texts her, and they meet up for dinner or at a bar somewhere, mm-hmm. and they start talking and she ends like she she asks him okay what do you do for work and the way that he answers is very suspicious and it's only suspicious um it's only suspicious after the second watch but even then it's very much like he's he's hesitant it's like he's thinking of an answer he's trying to figure out the right words to say to not let any red flags ring off in her head yeah and so the way he answers is like she's like okay what do you do for work he says reconstructive surgery yeah instead of being like plastic surgery like any normal doctor would say and it's and his it's the face that he has when he says it he looks up and he's like like looking at the sky for for help answering this question and she's like you mean plastic surgery he's like yeah yeah that's the one yeah um okay what do you mean by that sir um and so like there there's a point in time in this conversation where he says um they start talking about family she asks like oh do you like does your family live here or something like that he's like oh well you know my my mom's in texas and my dad died or you know whichever way it was he he has one parent the other one died and um as they usually do (laughs) and so she was like she's like oh yeah i'm in that same boat and he was like dead parents perfect no literally excuse me oh my god no because watching it a second time you really realize the little hints they drop throughout that really tells you that something's not right with this man even though he is like charismatic he's really nice he's funny like he has all the good qualities but there's always like a little something about it that just comes out wrong like when he's asking like oh do you have any family and she's like nope no one and like uh, that really just like oh this is the one yep it's her yeah and so from there it gets it it turns into a little bit of an indie indie chick flick with the and with I the guitar up. strings oh and the God. close-ups of, of sebastian stan's lips like first of all <laughs> he don't really have a lot of them but he works with what he has <laughs> and i appreciate every minute because i was eating those scenes up. I was yeah up. and so so you know they they go to leave the bar and he goes home with her and they start to hook up but he's like no it's too fast and he's like what do you or she's like what do you mean by that? like that that's so strange like, for a guy to say heard that. that before yeah and so she was like so she walks away and she's like is there anything that i can get you a glass of water he says no he sits down and he says just you and when I tell you, that would have sent me into cardiac arrest. It, I think it did. No, it did. <laughs> I was definitely taken aback. We definitely made eye contact through FaceTime. He's like, oh. <laughs> like, what are they talking about? And so, you know, they they pretend to they pretend to sign the deal, do the deed. Um, <laughs> and when they wake up, my girl Nora is very comfortable in Just, in the in the day after because. She proceeds to take a picture of him really close up to sleeping, face. and then she's just kissing him all over his face, and you know he wakes up, whatever, and it's it's all it's all cute, you could say, um, and so then of course she calls Molly and she's telling Molly um how the night went. She sends everything. him the, her the picture too. Yeah, she yeah. sends her the picture, um, and so from there we see just their relationship kind of progress, but it still feels like a short, a short amount of time. Yeah. It wasn't over the course of like a couple of days. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, so they're, you know, they're eating dinner and she's like, she's like, Oh, these short ribs are the best. And he's like, Oh, I wish I, I wish I knew I just don't eat animals. And, um, she's like, Oh, you know, just joking, whatever. And their their chemistry is really good it because is. you know, like these conversations they have, like like um a lot of what do British people call it? Like um 
banter. Banter. That's what British yes. Call it. They have good banter. <laughs> um, and so then, you know, they're they're sitting and they're eating and then he's like, Oh, let's dance. And so oh, they yeah. start to dance. Yeah. And Noah Noah's working with what she got. She, let's just say she tried her best. She's that's doing all we it. can say. Um and that's when he proposes that they go away for the weekend. And so, um, you know, she's like, oh, like, where to? Um, and, you know, so so they plan it, and she's excited about it, and... Well, he didn't he say it was, like, a surprise. She didn't really plan it. She, I think she kind of just showed up, and he... Yeah, she yeah. she trusted him. Oh, mm. that was and her so, <laughs> And so Molly was like, are you sure about this? And Noah's trying to approach dating with this... Fuck it, like mentality. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, like just go and lo- go with the flow. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of us just feel like if we're not like we have to be courageous in some in some certain aspects of our life, or we're never gonna quote unquote live. Yeah, and so I think that's what Noah was trying to do. That was her downfall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Steve picks her up, and they're you know they drive, and she and he's like, oh. Um, you know, surprise is over. We're going to Cottage Cottage Grove or something like that. Cottage. But he just ends up taking her to his house. I think it was, yeah, it was like a little, like a little, a cottage. Yeah, something Um, like that. Yeah. So they get there and, um, and like she realized that there's, the service is bad. He's like, oh, but my house has Wi-Fi. So when they get to his house, she's like, oh, what's the Wi-Fi password? And he's like, oh, the Wi-Fi has been down for a while. And she's like. And so, and you see her, like, look up a little bit from her phone as if, like, hmm, okay. Yeah. And so that's where you first see her get a little skeptical. And then um, he makes he makes her a drink. They sit down. They start sipping the drink. And she starts to feel a little woozy. Mm-hmm. And um, he... He's having, like, normal conversation as if yeah. she's not clearly inebriated in front of him. Yeah. Like, clearly and and the and the more woozier she gets, he's like he's asking the, her more questions. The last thing that he said was, um, "Why are you so far?" He says, "Why are you so far away? Come get closer." And when he, <laughs> I listen, I don't care how like under it I was, I would have tried to get up. Well, she did. And yeah. she fell. <laughs> she fell out. She definitely did. And that's the title, like that's the title scene that's, right there. Yeah, that's the opening scene of yeah. the whole movie, and then the credits start. So it takes thirty minutes for this to happen, and then this thirty minutes is very much rom com, fun times, and then boom that's now you're seeing a different movie yeah um and so after the title scene and the the credits roll then um noah wakes up in and she's like oh what happened she just thinks maybe she got a little too drunk whatever and he and he flat out tells her i drugged you oh wait this is when they're this is when they're already like in the in the room right she's yeah yeah he's just sitting there in the corner in a turtleneck and <gasps> even worse in a turtleneck <laughs> his neck covered menacing- up menacing ass turtle jawline protruding and he's like i drugged you no and as a woman how would you take that well she didn't take it well i mean and that oh my gosh like that scene that scene when she's realizing what situation she's in and her slowly starting to panic i i felt that panic but the thing is is that in that type of moment you go to your worst like worst possible imagination and her worst imagination was her being raped but it got so much worse than it that. Did. And that's the crazy thing to she me. She couldn't fathom how worse it could have gotten. Yes. And her brain thought of rape. But it and he's like, oh, no. No, it's not, I'm I would not never, that type of person. I would never rape you. I'm just gonna... Sir, what? He, he says, I'm just gonna, like, cut you up Sell slowly. Your meat. Literally. Like, I'm gonna keep you alive as long as possible, cut you in pieces, and sell it to rich folk. Okay. Like, how do you take that? And she's me? like... And so she tries to lunge at him, attack she him. She does, but she's chained and then he holds her down bro i promise you i me me yearning for a touch yearning yeah. to be out i would have been like okay no because if i was like spasming and special stand came and cradled me in his arms i don't care the circumstance i'm gonna yeah. calm down no 100 i'm like okay let me fall asleep um Ooh, so comfy. So, you know, after that, she's she just becomes his victim. And we kind of get a glimpse of his life as a cannibal. Because not only does he sell the meat. He does eat it. But he eats it himself. Um, and we see how much he enjoys it. Oh, as there's a, a whole There's a whole There's montage. like two dance montages yes. of him just like preparing flesh, human meat. And it, it reminds me of Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Where it's just like, you see this this narcissistic, sociopathic type of human being who sees no problem in what they're doing whatsoever as a normal person enjoying normal things in life um and 
she actually learns that she's not the only person in there. There's two other girls currently. Yeah, Penny yeah. and Melissa. And um, she talks to Penny the most. Melissa's a little out of it because she's been there for a longer time than Penny, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so she's just, like, singing to herself. That's yeah. the only reason you know Melissa's alive mm-hmm. is because she was singing. And so, you know, while they're having that conversation, Steve is upstairs uh, preparing the meat to be packed. <laughs> and... Uh, he packs he packs these slices of meat like a like a just a normal cold cut steak like or cold cut I guess that's ham I don't know anyways <laughs> deli meat <laughs> not the not the moral of the story um he he packs this processed meat um in human these, meat human meat in these boxes with the belongings of the people that the meat belonged to and the clothing as well he, yeah yeah I think he we'll so it's it, it's not even like a it, it's not even like a, just a cannibalism, but it, there's a it's fetish. A fetish thing. There's a fetish and in there too. Only the one percent of the one percent could afford this kind of meat. Yeah, um, and so you know, we just we get a little bit more of of uh, him and and Penny and Noah, and then he comes he comes down to check on Noah, um, just saying like, oh, how are you? How are you liking the place? No, how are you? And like she's like she's clearly not answering him, and he's like. You gotta learn how to get over it. Like, and he's like, "Can't you just give me a smile?" No, literally. What do you mean? Literally changed up. Learn that she is about to be eaten piece by piece, and like, you can't smile. And so he, um, she actually asks if she can. She's like, "I need a shower," and he's like, "Well, can I get a smile?" <clears throat> oh my god, sir, yeah, he did. No, you can't. And the smile, and yeah, he does. She, the smile she gives him, priceless. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, <laughs> I, I could recreate it now if you could see me. Um, and so he's like, he's like, uh, what? He, he says, like, are you going to be a good girl or something like that? <gasps> no, because that would have sent me. That would have, like, Feral. I would have transcended time I, and space. Like, I'm talking foaming at the mouth. No, he's like, you got to be a good girl. And I was like, all right. And so he, he starts to guide her to take a shower. And she, like, she attacks him somehow. She's first, she's looking at every possible exit she can use. So, like, yeah. she's seeing a window's open. She's looking at, like, the knives. She's, like, in, like, she's passing by or whatever to get to the bathroom. And then she does, like, try to body slam him, I yeah. believe. <laughs> And then, like, and then he just grabs her by the head and just slam, slams it against the wall. And then he goes, bad girl, and slams her head against the wall. I was like, wow, what a way to That's go. That's the one, folks. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Unconscious. Literally, in one smack, done. Here's the part. Here's the kicker. <laughs> when she wakes up, she's not even fully, um, conscious. Like, yes. She, but she's like, what's happening? Like, where am I? And we just hear, like, music, and she's, like, on a table. Facing on her stomach. Yes. So we we know that she is in some type of operating room, and she's on her stomach. And and she's like, oh, where am I? Whatever, whatever. And he's like, oh, you know, just be calm. Like, you have a lot of, you, you're medicated heavily so that you yeah, don't Yeah, he gave her an epidural. Yeah. Um, um, and then she's like, what are you going to do to me? And he was like, I'm taking your ass. And I know when when he said that, me and you looked at each other. Looked at each other. We couldn't hold it in. We couldn't hold it in. Was I had to like muffle myself. We were watching it at like what ten, eleven, mm-hmm. and it was a lot to take in. Like imagine, like I couldn't imagine being in her position. Nope, not at all. And hearing like I'm taking. Because what ads? does that mean? No, because what do you mean by that? That can mean many things. And and the interesting thing is that we don't even see the incision. We don't see the operation at all until the actual. But what we the do meat see is on the table. What we do see is him enjoying every minute of it. Oh yeah, he's like singing a song. No, yeah, and he's like, um, he says something along the lines of like, "You betrayed me, and now you gotta you gotta learn your lesson." And that lesson is him taking her ass cheeks. Oh. Yeah. That's embarrassing. I, and, you know, so the ne- the, the next day or a few days, oh she's God. just, like, on her stomach. Because she can't yeah. sit down. She can't, she can't even really stand. Getting on the toilet is hard. Yeah. And so she, she opens this book or this magazine that he had given her or something, and she's reading through it. And it, it kind of gives her, like, a... It's like one of those Cosmo ma- magazines where it's like, oh, 50 ways to, to get the man that you want or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. But in there, she finds someone, uh, someone had written in it and it says, if you're reading this, it means that he likes you. Keep or keep going or good luck or something like yeah. that. Then her and Penny start to talk and she reveals that, um, she, that Noah reveals that she had slept with Steve. And Penny was like, I don't think any of us had done that. She's like, 
but I'm not trying to slut shame you. No, she's like <laughs> women support women here, but that's that's not normal. Yeah, like I think I think he likes likes yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and so then he comes into her he comes into her dungeon room, and um, he's you <laughs> he know, brings like a drink, right? And he, he's like, oh, it has like a lot of cherries in it, like you like it. Yeah, because yeah. he was like, because you were such a good girl during surgery, something like that. Yeah. Um, and she was and she's like looking in the mirror, not really paying attention to him, and then she's just like, what does it taste like? No, I think that's the third time. This time around, she's asking why he slept with her, right? Maybe. There's Maybe many times where he enters that room. Yeah, so there are a few times. It. But within those few times, he she she does ask him why he slept with her. And he he gave her an answer. Do you remember what he said? Um, I just really liked you. And then he goes, it was a mistake. Yeah, and that hurt me. That hurt me because he was like <laughs> me like that. Oh, my God, Sebastian. Um, And so then, you know, the next time he enters, whatever, she she's like, oh, what does it taste like? So she starts to, I think she starts to try to manipulate him into, like, giving her more and more freedom. Reverse grooming. Yes. Yes. Um, and so he's like, oh, like, you know, I can't. If you want to try some, we can. Like, I can make you something. I'm a really good cook. Um, and so, you know. She, that opens a door for her, basically. Yeah. Because she can use that to get closer to him. Yeah. But even even then, like, she's just like, like, he's like, um, you know, it tastes, it can taste differently how you cook it. But when it's cooked well, it's, it's. It's exquisite. Like, yeah. it's something you've never had before. And she, she's just like, oh. And she goes back to looking at herself in the mirror. And he's like, that's it. <laughs> And she just doesn't answer him again. And he walks. He's so upset. He walks out the room. Leaving him wanting like, more, really. Mm, yeah. And that's why he comes back. And he yeah. offers her to make, he offers yeah. to make her dinner. She knows. She knows what she's doing. Exactly. And we I love, love a girl, girl boss. I was just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we love a girl boss moment because she really had him. Um, and so they do end up having dinner. And she tries it. And she's like, this isn't what I expected at all. And it's, like, served on pasta. Like, Alfredo. It was like a meatball. Yeah. A human, a human meatball. And she, like, <laughs> but as she's saying, like, it's not what she expected. She still, like, takes more bites. So she is playing into the role mm-hmm. of, like, kind of enjoying it. Yeah. Um. And then, like, the next scene, she's throwing up in the toilet. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. She Repulsed. Did, that's not at all what she what she wanted. Um. And so while while this is all going on and she she tries it. She's throwing up. Um, this whole time, Molly's trying to find her because she she realizes that though she's texting Noah, it's weird how she's texting. Yeah, because when they say like, "Oh, I love you," there's like, "I love you more." Like you know, there's always there's yeah. always more to it. Um, and so she texts Noah. And she's like, "Oh, how's it going? Whatever, whatever." And quote unquote Noah <laughs> is saying, "Oh, you know, I love it here. Whatever, whatever." She's sending pictures of like the place they're at. Yeah, and um. Then, you know, Molly's like, okay, love you. And Noah just sends, like, a red heart. And that kind of, like, that sets off red red alerts in her head. Yeah. And so then she takes the picture that Noah had sent and... Reverse Google images it. Yeah, and, and she then, finds yeah. that it's not a picture that she had taken. So doing that, she then starts to look up other things. Um, like, she, I think she texts Noah again and saying, like, SOS, help, I need your help. And <clears throat> Noah doesn't respond. And so then she looks up the name of of Steve, like, you know, as, um, like, what is it, plastic oh, surgeon she asked, Steve. Um, she actually, she comes in contact. I don't think we talked about him. The bartender, Paul, mm-hmm. he also kind of plays an important character because he gives Molly the, the name of the of Steve. Yeah. His, la- his last name. Yeah. So that's how she learns that um, mm-hmm. what Steve's name is and, like, searches it up and finds out that he has a whole wife and kids. Yes. And, he, you know, she's scrolling her Facebook page. Um, somehow there's a Blue Lives Matter flag on there. Disgust! We're not going to talk about that right now. <laughs> no. Unpack, but... We'll unpack that in a little <laughs> And so um, she, she ends up showing up at, um, quote-unquote, Steve's house. And, um, you know... The, this woman she sees this woman and kids get out of a van going to the house so when she knocks on the door the woman's like i don't i don't want what you're selling no literally (laughs) cheap view view to accuse a black woman of selling something at your doorstep immediately but um that's besides the point (laughs) (laughs) so she opens door she's like oh um i think that i think that my friend knows your husband and the wife's like okay so for whatever reason she invites her into her house 
and they have they're having a conversation and she's like i think that my friend has been seeing your husband and now i don't know where she's where she is and the wife's like i mean that's that's crazy because i saw i saw my husband this morning and she kind of like is like i don't even know if that picture's him it's blurry clara's day picture of yeah and if you if you know your husband like if you're familiar with your husband you're gonna know what his eyebrow looks like you his entire face (laughs) (laughs) like even if a picture's blurry you can still detect who that person is especially if you wake up every day next so she was giving the the impression that she she's kind of like in on it like that's what i gathered from it well the first watch you would like be like oh she doesn't believe her yeah second time yeah you're like oh yeah clearly she knows yeah but then that's also so steve steve comes home and he's like oh who you know who is this and his wife is like oh it's just um some girl yeah just some girl she's leaving though and so molly speaks up and molly's like i she was like you're steve right and he's like no i'm my name's brendan and she's like but you go by by Steve." steve yeah and he's like no she's like i think you know my friend noah she's like he's like noah noah he asked his wife do you know do you know a noah mm-hmm. he's, and they're like yeah that doesn't that name doesn't ring a bell and she's like um she's like oh, okay you must have had the wrong person so as they're walking out she calls noah's phone and it starts ringing and it's and it's thank you for being a friend that, that's the ringtone and yeah. she and he pulls out the phone and he's like oh, oh hey it's, it's you, you. <laughs> And then the wife hits her over the head with something so hard and she passes out. So here's where she flopped, where I wouldn't. I would wait till I was outside the house to call the phone. You're like, right. at least make it outside the door. Yeah. And then call the phone. Because she already knows. Yeah. She already knows. Well, that's my... No, you're right. Yeah. Because I didn't even think about that. Because I think immediately doing a wire in the house and you're already having a weird feeling. Yeah. I feel like that was where she flopped. Now, and now you're theirs. And now you're, you're theirs for the, the taking. Now yep. you're part of the... Pro- now you're part of it. So now, so now, um, he... We, we get a shot. It's, a uh, it's like a shot looking up from what we can suspect to be a, a trunk of a car. Yes. And we're looking at Steve and Steve's like... Noah said I would like you. Noah said we would get along. Yeah. Fuck. And he like, yeah. And, and so it's, so you don't even know if she's alive. You don't know what he's done with her. And then, you know, so then you have Noah just like chilling in her room, talking to Penny still. And Penny, Penny is, a, she hates the entire male species at this point. She's like. And you would do it too for a check. <laughs> if you if I would. was Penny, if you oh. saw how Penny was in that state. I'll be the number one man hater in that building. Yes. Um, and so we get the shot of of Penny and Noah just kind of like to, to solidify that they're forming like an allyship. And then it goes one, you know, it goes back to Steve and his wife in his house. And um, his wife is looking at herself in the mirror and she's like, she's like messing with the skin of her face. Like, and I still don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't understand the wife's character in general. Yeah. Like, the role she plays. Like, of course, like, she's an accomplice. Yeah. But I don't understand her purpose in the overall story. Yeah. That we're watching. And so that... And the only the only way that I see her purpose to the story is, you know, after she's playing with, her, with the skin of her face. <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, I'm going to take a shower. So then she sits down, she takes her she takes her pants off, she sits down and we see that she has a prosthetic leg and her leg is chopped off at the knee. So then she hops in the shower and she sits down and it makes you think like, "Hmm, she how was a did, victim. How did that happen?" Yeah. Um and so now we're back at and oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> then the scene cuts from her hopping and in, hobbling into the shower <laughs> to Steve running with both legs. No, like traumatic, like <laughs> slow motion everything like the mu- the muscles are contracting no you see the veins popping out of his legs and i felt like they did they did her so dirty about doing that like yeah and um so then he gets to the house and he goes and he's you know that's when he invites nora for a second dinner mm-hmm. and he's like i got you this dress um you know i want you to wear it pretty pink yeah. um and then he leaves he leaves noah and he goes he goes to a room and he grabs molly and that's when we see that molly is actually alive alive yes and he takes her and he performs surgery on her yeah we don't know what he yeah we don't know what he did once again we don't see like the, but the this cruelty time of we it. do see that she is facing up yeah so we know she's like we know he's taking out something like that's on her top half like yes. the front part of her body yeah and um so now that molly is 
is uh, under his in his captivity. Right, right. She the the bartender. You said Paul. Paul, his yeah, his name? right. Paul. Um, Paul, the bartender. He has her location and he knows what she's been doing. But now he's trying to send her text messages, and he doesn't. He's not getting them delivered like they're just being bounced back and he thinks that's really really weird um and so he decides to try to go on his own little own little hunt for her and um so then he's invited um he's invited noah to dinner and he's you know they're eating and she's like oh like what you know what what part of the body did this come from? And he's like, oh, it's a breast. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, you could say it's familiar. Yeah. And that's when you can kind of suspect that, okay, maybe that's what was being operated on, on Molly. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And um, so moving on from there, um, then... She, she, like, eats the food and, like, pretends to enjoy it. Oh, and yeah. And he, I think he has, like, the idea to dance again. Or was it her idea to dance? It was hers, right? Yeah, I think hers. so. It was hers. She said, let's dance. And then, like, they're dancing. Yeah, and it's, like, it's this very synchronized type of, it's, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it was very, it's very different from how they were dancing in the um, beginning of the movie. Yeah, and it almost kind of, like, it's, like, a wrap-up of their relationship as it's been. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, they, they, they're, like... They're gone off the wine, off the off the sips, <laughs> and um, so then she, you know they he takes her to her bedroom, and um, to his bedroom. Yeah, and, and you know there there's we were feeling out that like they're gonna get intimate again. Oh yeah, she goes to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom to freshen up. Mm, she quote says, unquote, quote unquote, freshen up. Um, and when she comes back, she starts to kiss him all over his face and then his chest. And then when she goes down, down deeper, mm-hmm. he thinks he's about to get his world rocked. The most earth-shattering head he's ever experienced. And though life. though his world does get rocked, it's mm. for a different reason because he she then proceeds to bite his 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 penis off. Yeah. And then she like in the bathroom she puts toothpaste in her hands and rubs it in his eyes. Yes. Oh my gosh, that. Th- Wow, what a what a smart one right there. No, because she really was. I I support women. Oh when, yeah, yeah. Women support women when they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Only then. Um, so then she she runs away and she goes. She tries to get um, Penny. <clears throat> Um, or no, she, I think she gets Molly first. Well, she realizes that Molly is there because she sees Molly's phone. Yes! And like, oh, we skipped the part where he shows her like the cubby that has all the little memorabilia. Yes! He is opens that... up he's, and he's like, welcome to my world. But is that of like all his favorite people? Or is that just all the people all in the general? People? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's all the people in general. And she sees Molly's phone. He's like, well, she's like, welcome to my world. And then they, you know, they go and they start dancing and stuff. And I think that's especially when she she starts to plot it. Because she's like, I have to get Molly out. Yeah. And um, so then while he's she like... She grabs Molly first and then Penny. Yeah, and while he's writhing in pain, you know, yeah. they're like trying to escape. Yeah. And he actually, like, they end up like meeting, I think like in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they have like this fight. all out brawl between the three girls. It's three, it's three girls it's on two, one man. It's two and a half girls. Two and a half. Because Penny one them, got one leg. The other one got but one Penny breast. was really putting in that work. She was fighting for her life. Oh, yeah. She was fighting his that one leg. That one leg was... It was carrying her. It was because, working out. <laughs> working on her fitness. Because the way she was going crazy on him. With, no, because good for Penny. She good for fight, Penny. She had fight left in her. And, and I, he, no matter how many times he was stabbed and he like fell back on his head. No, that should have killed him. It really should have. And yeah, he he was still up and strong. No, because... Yeah. A lot of stamina. Um, so it's they all end that up, running he does. They end up escaping the house. They they're like running through the woods, and then he Steve comes out with a gun, and he just starts shooting the air, literally shooting the air, like cursing at them, calling them bi- like the misogyny came out in his worst moments. It really did, and I, you saw his true colors. No, his true colors is that he hates women. Oh, one hundred percent. He only uses them for the meat. Yeah, for money. <laughs> for the meat and the money. Yeah. Um, but something about Noah. Something about she's Noah. She's just so different. So different. And yeah, he's he's yelling like, I trusted you. And he's screaming her name. And, and it was g- giving, it was giving like, I got my heart broken in third grade, so now I hate the world. I hate all women. And all they women. all deserve to die. 100%. Uh-huh. They're only good for their meat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so then, they, you know, they start to scatter and they get to this barn and that's when Noah's like, oh, I dropped my phone. I have to go back for it. And Molly's like, are you stupid? No, yeah. Are you, are you? 
Are you okay? And they separate anyway, even though yeah. Molly was like, that's not a good idea. And that's when, that's when Steve's wife, or Brendan's wife, attacks Noah. But she does it in a way that's like, oh my god, he's, you, you killed him, thank you so much, I've been trying to... And then she, like, tries to attack him. And- but before this... Before this, the crazy thing is that when she saw that her husband was actually dead because they, they had shot him. They shot, she, um, Noah shot him in the head with yeah. a gun. Um, she doesn't react. She, and she tells, like, the other man who was with her to, like, get his body on ice because she knows she has to sell him next oh, before yeah. he does that. Yeah, carrying yeah. on the Enterprise. No, and really. I, I That's not, respect I, it. Mm. is that a girl boss moment? Girl boss. <laughs> um, and so, um, she attacks him and as, um... The wife is strangling Noah to death. She says, um, she says something along the lines of like, I wanna see like your life like drain out of oh, your body. Yeah. Like that seemed like she was projecting. That was wild. She was projecting when she was strangling Noah. <laughs> yeah. And so then Molly comes, saves the day like she always planned to from the beginning. Slamming that shovel into that woman's head. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Noah still doesn't know that this is his wife. So as there's you know, with the wife's dead body laying right next to them. Um, Molly Molly says something that like actually reveals oh that's that's his wife and he and, and Noah's, Noah's like, like he's, he's married? married which is like full circle moment no literally because imagine not knowing that the whole time <laughs> literally um, until she finds out he has kids and then and then we see so Noah gets a text message from the same guy <laughs> from the very beginning of like <laughs> the date that she went on and he's just like you up no literally like that is kind of a full circle moment. And then, and, and, and then credits roll. Yeah. First, I want to talk about how, um, watching it a second time, you see how obvious no, it yeah, is. You I mean, all on. of the things, but Steve lying. Yeah. So obvious. Um, and I think that it comes off as, as quirky and awkward. And that's why you don't really think of it that, that much until you watch it a second time. Yeah. What did you think? I, even when I was watching it the first time, you would pick up on hints, but it wasn't as glaringly obvious. So as someone watching it the second time, you really do pick up. Especially, like, um, like as I was saying before, like, with the questions he was asking, it felt like it was not more of him getting to know Noah, but more of him interrogating her. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like for me. Like, you got a better grasp on his intentions the second time watching it around. Yeah, and I think this movie... Louis does a really good job. Um, something that I really want to commend Mimi Cave for is it does a really good job with representing black characters without making them into some kind of corny supporting character. Like, yeah. playing on black stereotypes. I There was one thing that, um, there's one line between Paul and uh, Molly where they were, you know, they were talking in the bar and she was like, you know, you're, you're looking a little good. You, might, yeah. you should hit me up later. He was like, oh yeah, the beard's connected. Yes! That was so funny. How do you know about that, Miss no, Mimi? He, he was like, he was like, yeah, I'm using this new beard oil. Now it's connecting. I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> and I, that's, it was like that. And there were a few even, others. Even like the secondary characters, because even the, I think all the characters were portrayed really well. Like even the horrible boyfriend in the beginning, I think he was portrayed really well. Because you really mm-hmm. do feel for Noah. Because we all, we've all met a guy like that. Mm-hmm. By the way, I just want to bring up. The main actress, um, what, her name is Daisy... Edgar Jones. Yeah, she was v- incredible in this movie. This is the first thing I've seen her in. Yeah. Um, she was really good. I really enjoyed her performance. Yeah. She's definitely um, joining my tier of favorite final girls in film. Oh, oh she is a final girl I, now. She yeah, is her, a final girl. Her and Molly. Yeah, um, I adored them both. I love their dynamic together. You yeah. could tell that they had real they really did like care for each other especially mm-hmm. Molly. Yeah. And it's good that seeing like although she didn't have a standard family, she did have, you know, Molly who was really like looking for her. Yeah. And so I think that there's there's several themes to this movie, but the two that stand out to me most is, you know, being a woman in America and being a woman dating in general. Yeah, and especially I well, online dating. I think those are kind of one in the same just because like it's an experience in itself Mm -hmm. so like when Nora was walking to her car with the keys in between her fingers like that seems like such a just such a like a a minuscule type of detail to add but it's so important when you look at the bigger picture Mm -hmm. um and even like in the store like I when she was talking to Steve for the first time you could tell that she was hesitating to answer Steve's questions yeah like he said oh do you live around here 
And she just, she just, she didn't answer. She just looked at him for a little bit. Cause, and then he talked again and he was like, oh, cause I live on aisle six. And so it was like, he saved himself, but she also did not answer. Cause she, like, cause he knew like saying that it did ease her a little bit. Yeah. Making jokes. Yeah. And Noah's not stupid. That's, that's the thing about this movie and that I love about her so much is that, and I I feel like part of it is because the script and the, the the movie is both by women, and so I think the casting was also really good too. Yeah, and so like with the care, it's she's not making naive choices. She's not she's making very educated choices for herself as a woman in America, and you know so even like um you know not answering his questions but um also just being like the very first day that she went on in the beginning of the movie and just how she was reacting like you know she's I just feel like she's very strong in her womanhood Mm -hmm. um and so like did you did you pick up on that and what what stood out to you the most um I do think Noah is a really strong character mostly for the fact that like I I do kind of see myself in Mm -hmm. Noah because I feel like if I was in her position, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah. Like, I would fall for that immediately. And I think that's why I do like her character so much. Because it's not like every final girl type. You know? Yeah. The other theme that really stood out to me, too, and I know that when we watched the first time, um, I pointed it out, and it was the commodification of women and their bodies. Yes, yes, and, yes, yes. Um, a huge price tag on female bodies. Yeah, and so when I was when I was looking at a few articles um, that were interviews with Mimi Cave, she talked about how one of the biggest inspirations was The Skin I Live In, um, which I think... It was, it's 2011 with Antonia Banderas. Um, and it's, it's more of the commodification side of this movie. Um, and so she said that that's a really big inspiration. And so he's really only using them for their meat. Um, and throughout the movie, you see glimpses of the type of customers that receive his packages. Oh, yes. Especially when um, Noah is eating human meat for the first time. You mm-hmm. see, like, a ton of clips. But also... I don't know if this was meant to be, like, a bigger picture, but it did show, like, some Satanist symbols, right? Yeah. And they don't really dive Mm -mm. into that, which I also think, I feel like they probably had, like, a scene that was cut out that really expanded on the Satanic side on it. Because it was, was, like, cutting between scenes of, like, rich old people eating it. Like, people, like, dying. Old men. Like, old people dying, like, eating this human flesh. Just deteriorating. Deteriorating before our very eyes, still craving human meat. Yeah. Um, And so I think this is, like I said, it's a really good movie. Um, There were a few Easter eggs that that I saw that I thought were really interesting. Like um, when they were standing, (laughs) when they were standing in the store, um, it was like a medium shot of Noah and Steve talking. And above Noah's head is a sign that says fresh meats. Yeah. And I did notice that the second time. Yeah, the second time I noticed it, I didn't notice it before, but I was just like, wow. It's like a big old sign just pointing to her. Very, no. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, that's all he's seeing is fresh meats. Yeah, no. Um, And then another Easter egg was the Blue Lives Matter flag on the wife's Facebook. And I, when we watched it the first time we were talking about it, I know that I was like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do with that. And but they, they didn't do, they anything. Didn't do anything. It felt like they just wanted us to feel out the kind of people they were mm-hmm. without, like, explicitly saying it. Yeah, and so I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dig too much into what I think about that per se, um, just because I think it, I think that should be like, like how the director did. I think it should just be up to the viewer to come to their own yeah. decision on what that's supposed to mean. Um, but there were a few things that I that I didn't like. Um, like you know, like I just said, a lot is left for watchers to conclude, um, and they do drop a lot of like hints to things but that don't really come to fruition in the mm-hmm. end yeah um like the like it's vaguely suggested that steve feeds noah the breast he took from her and or he took from, from molly his, yeah, but from molly. even at the end you still don't even know yeah i mean and like even noah doesn't know and yeah. molly doesn't know that um her breast was fed yeah to noah. yeah and so i think that i think it's cool that they left that out but also it's kind of like as a viewer I wanna, you like, would want to see Noah's reaction to something like that yeah and how traumatic that could be for her character and 
seeing that could have also influenced her like to actually like go out and actually kill steve that could have also influenced if she knew that he Mm -hmm. fed her like her best friend yeah and i think as part of horror seeing that kind of reaction Mm -hmm. would only like it would amplify it yeah it would really fuel like Mm -hmm. yeah and how so how you said that you felt like the wife's role was very unnecessary that's one thing that i didn't like about it either not necessarily that the wife was unnecessary but i felt like they could have used her character to really like get in more depth with steve's like steve as a man because that means that like oh he's fallen in love with one of his victims before and Mm -hmm. married her so i think that could have been something they could have delved into yeah and so that's why because you know I felt like besides the disability, she didn't really serve the way that I wanted her to um, as a character. And so I feel like they could have delved a little bit deeper into that, even if it was just like a short scene or just, a, you know, like, they like a mini Easter egg. that Or like there. they could have cut her like whole like shower scene down in half and could have cut it where we saw her leg mm-hmm. and not her getting in the shower. Yeah. Because that whole space could have been used to really expand on like. Or, like, we could have gotten a flashback of, like, her as a victim yeah. in his, you know, his little torture chamber. Yeah. And I think that could have added more because you could see him before he met Noah and add more to his character. Yeah. And so it gives a little bit more context t- context um, as to why Noah is special, per se, mm-hmm. I guess. Just because, it, it, like you said, it shows that he's fallen for one of his victims and that could be what's happening now. Yeah. Um, because, like, there's even a point in the movie where you see, like, it shows a... Um, a shot of his phone and he has like several missed calls from his wife yeah and it's not that his wife doesn't know what he's doing so he's literally like it's just like a modern day love affair that he's having yeah um and his wife knows but not to the extreme yeah yeah um was there anything else that you didn't like about it no (laughs) honestly (laughs) okay (laughs) i i enjoy movies as they come Mm -hmm. and as they are and the way the the director intends it to be Mm -hmm. so usually when i enjoy something it's because you know as a whole i think the movie's really good other than like the one point about his wife um i i don't really think hmm, i don't know well before anything i'm a hater and i'll say that to the day i die (laughs) so i will find something to not like think about me i'm a i'm a hater i'm a hater before anything um all right then well i feel like this is such a productive conversation that we had (laughs) um overall you know i definitely i rate this movie i think i put four out of five yeah on letterboxd i rated it a four out of five and if you want to see you know what i had to say about it you can definitely follow me on letterboxd um thank you all for tuning into this episode i'm so glad that you all got to meet the wonderful Melissa, <laughs> it was very um, fun to be here. She is. She will be getting a letterbox. I will make her sign up for I it. I will. Y'all will know my opinions because I have a lot. <laughs> she she's an opinionated girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> In theme with the with this episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as always, you can follow me on Letterbox on Instagram. Uh, give me recommendations. Let me know what you thought about the movies that I've reviewed. Um. You can find Nelly on Instagram. Yes. Um. My Instagram is at Melissa Vega. I will definitely have more things to plug. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all Later will be seeing life. y'all will be seeing plenty of her because we have lots to talk about together. Yeah. Uh, once again, thank you for tuning in to the Unbound Cinefam, and I'll catch you next episode. <laughs>